this is kind of random, but uh, and found some. She's been like kind of like starting to shop for like stocking stuffers and mm-hmm. stuff. And she found um, this really cool attachment for iPhones that lets you charge and listen, like plug in your headphones at the same time. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, like, have you ever been like listening to music but your phone? Is yeah, charged? dude. I, now, I, I mean, I have the I have Bluetooth headphones and stuff like that. Well, be be Mainly, careful because I bought one of those, and it was good for like mm. a week, and then it just it's like. It burned and burned out. Uh, Blew a fuse. No, it, yeah, it comes with a melted with a fuse. Uh, no, it um it worked great, and then it started doing it where like if you had both in, you could hear this weird sort of like grounding deal. Yeah, and it would work great if you just unplugged one, but then it's like, mm. well, there goes my Christmas uh, spirit, man. <laughs> Straight out the window. Way man. to ruin Christmas. I mean, is that a Yule tide? What exactly is a Yule tide? I don't know what way? a Yule. Yule you know? What I don't even know what a Yule is. Well, whenever we do that Krampus episode, I, we'll uh, we'll probably do some research and find out. I don't know much about Krampus except for I know there's a movie. It's really cool. And, oh, it's good. Uh, no, I have no idea about the movie, but the folklore <laughs> is uh, is really cool. Along with like the Belschnickel and like uh, some of the sort of Norwegian and German. Uh, Speaking of Yuletide, look, I don't know when this episode is going to, I don't know when our listeners are going to hear this episode, but it will be in the month of December. I do know mm. that. December, kind of like October. Well, first off, dude, can you imagine, like, it seems like just the other day we were saying, man, Halloween's almost here. And then all of a sudden, Christmas is right, almost mm-hmm. here. Gone, but not forgotten. Yeah, man. And so, you know, just like gone, but not <laughs> forgotten, just like in Halloween, there are certain movies that you just have to watch during the month of October mm-hmm. that kind of just set the scene and set the mood for yeah. the upcoming Halloween season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, Christmas is no different. Oh, yeah. So what I thought we would do today is just kind of go over some of the movies that we just have to watch in the month of mm-hmm. December. But to start us off, I think we should kind of go over the movies that traditionally, I don't think they're considered Christmas movies, but I think arguably... They should be. I agree. There's a few that would be debatably more Christmas than a quote-unquote Christmas movie. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, (laughs) figure out which one you're talking about there. I think you already know. Okay. Let's just go straight into it. Uh, Well, first of all, are we going to do the intro or? Yeah, man. Of course we are. You son of a Hey, all you elves and reindeers, welcome back to That Would Be Rad, a podcast that majors in 80s and 90s nostalgia, comic culture, all things paranormal, and minors in retro video games, pre-internet mysteries, tabletop RPG games, and raising our kids to be half as cool as we were back in the 80s. I'm your host, Tyler Bentz, and this is your other host, Woody Brown. How's it going, dude? I'm excited, man. I'm excited about uh, December. December's an awesome month. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, you know, like we talked about earlier a couple episodes ago, and we've already had the Christmas decorations out, ready to rock and roll. I mean, you kind of you kind of went full Griswold on this, didn't you? I mean, big time. Man. How much? How much? Yeah. How much you uh, spend on the? Uh... We're not going to talk about how much money I spent <laughs> on Christmas lights, but part of the problem was, uh, and I think this is it's just so stereotypical of what like went down. It's like I get the box of Christmas lights mm-hmm. out, 
I go outside. I test them all first. That's the smart thing to do. Yes? Mm-hmm. Cool. Then you go in, and I'm just like wrapping them around the bushes, you know, and then all of a sudden I've got them lit, and then three out of the, you know, 20-something strands just go out on me. And I'm like, what is going on? So then I have to figure it out. So bottom line, long story short, I used to have the um, the iridescent bulbs, mm-hmm. and apparently you're only supposed to string like – depending on the brand, two to five of those things together. Oh, yeah, I had like 30. <laughs> so I was really kind of just maximum output. I mean, I remember my grandpa and, would uh, like, I mean, the whole house, millions. just all yeah. linked, like 10. We had a fire hazard like oh, every yeah. year, apparently. I, I didn't know. So I was like replacing fuses, doing all this. It would like blow them again. So finally, I just like came inside after, I mean, no joke, man, spending mm-hmm. the large majority of a Saturday doing this. Yeah. I came inside frustrated, told my wife, I'm going to the store Mm -hmm. and I'm spending the money to just change all of these out. I don't care what we do with these lights that we have here. $10,000. No, I didn't spend $10,000. I'm getting LEDs because you can string up to like 25 strands or something like that. Bottom line is it looks great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Are you a real tree kind of guy? Like go out there, get it cut down, all that, or fake tree kind of guy? Okay, so when... My wife, Courtney, and I first got together, I was all about the real tree. You know, that's kind of what mm-hmm. we always did growing up as a family. I mean, it's pretty cool, but then I have to say, man, uh, her mom, of course, I'm kicking and screaming the whole way, trying to veto this decision, but her mom ended up getting us this tree, or maybe she gave us like her old one or something, but it, you know, it's like pre-lit, and Ooh, I mean, it man, looks nice. like a legit tree, and it's huge, and... You don't have to worry about watering it, it dying, and sap everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of a convert on the uh, on the fake tree. So for me, growing up, uh, you had like bamboo just, trees, right? For yours? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Out of necessity, we would do like a fake mm-hmm. tree, you mm-hmm. know, because they don't have a lot of. Douglas firs grown in the no. tropics, you know, mm-hmm. uh, out in Indonesia. So <clears throat> we would do a fake tree. I loved the kind of just like the idea of the tradition of taking the family out there picking out the tree sawing it down Mm -hmm. yourself and there's some really amazing like family-owned tree farms like in our area where Mm -hmm. we live like really really cool but dude i gotta like i don't want to mess with like you said the sap yeah all that stuff getting all over your floor i'm just you know what happened was we turned into old men yeah it's just out of laziness pretty much Mm -hmm. we also have like a pretty cool tradition where we pick out an ornament mm-hmm. every single year that is like our family ornament and then each of us gets to pick out an ornament yep. and then uh, we also have like an ornament that like represents the year so it's gonna be like a garbage fire like a dumpster fire well no this year it's santa claus and this is no joke santa claus has a uh, uh face mask <laughs> um yeah that's perfect anyways it, it perfectly represents the year i mean my wife's ornament that she picked out for herself was a wine bottle nice. which i would say Perfectly represents uh, her year as well. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, hey, hats off to all the uh, moms and dads out there who had to, you know, deal with uh, kids being home from school for the first, uh, oh, yeah. God, you know, eight months of mm-hmm. the year. All right, cool. Listen, let's get into this, man. I want to talk about first some movies that, you know, every single year, just in conversation with some of my friends, I know we've talked about this, I'm sure. I've talked about this just in the past in general. It's just a fun conversation to have. You know, you're always trying to figure out what are some people's favorite Christmas movies or 
you know, adding them to your list and stuff. Well, one thing I noticed consistently was there was certain movies that I've always considered not necessarily Christmas movies, but because they're either set in Christmas or they have a certain vibe, they always sort of, they ended up becoming movies that I just had to see during that time. First on the list for me Well, hey, man, before we get started, uh, should we take a break? Yeah, man, let's do that. Let's have a quick word from our sponsors. And when we get back, we'll dive right in. After these messages, we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. America's future can be determined by our dreams and our visions. It was very intense For over 200 years, there have been reports of giant man-like creatures. From another dimension, another world, I don't know. The most intriguing mystery on the North American continent. You're listening to That Would Be Rad. We'll be right back. the best. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we at the giggles again. You, you know, what are we, you sipping on eggnog over there, bro? No, but I am on my second Red Bull. It's, it was a long night. God, you and those Red Bulls, dude. I'm, you got to cut it out. sugar-free, man. man. Chill out. I don't care about, it's not yeah, the you sugar, and my wife. Dude. It's the weird chemicals, No, 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 no. I've done some research, and the taurine cool, man. is very good for you. Mm. Well, Okay. What else you got on there? Because that's not the only ingredient. Uh, let's hear it. Okay, let's get through it. Uh, carbonated water, very healthy. Citric acid okay, in good. oranges. Taurine, naturally occurring chemical that is very healthy for you. Mm, uh, natural. Where does it naturally occur, pal? <laughs> I'm sure it's... The taurine tree? I mean, it could it could have been in Indonesia. You should know that. Go ahead. Uh, natural and artificial flavors. Oh, oh, whoops. Uh-oh. <laughs> what do you mean... Let's let's talk about those. What exactly is a natural flavor? Well, I can say this. I've I've drank these things. Well, we both drank these mm-hmm. things for twenty years, and I've still yet to figure out what flavor I'm drinking. Right. I mean, it's unique to yeah. Red Bull. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Look, vitamin B twelve, healthy as a horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, let's get into this. Okay, I've had this argument with people 
I mean, for as long as I can mm-hmm. remember. One of my favorite Christmas movies is Die Hard. Yep, same. I mean, it's one of the best movies, hands down, anyway. It's just awesome. Just all around. There's so many great one-liners. There's awesome action. Bruce Willis freaking rules. Yeah, he still uh, kind of holds up, too, man. He's just a great action star guy. I don't really know if if this was in or around the time that he... I think this is, this must be after he was, like, the star of Moonlighting, right? Which, man, he, he was huge in the 80s on Moonlighting. Yeah. For if there's anybody out there that's a youngster and d- does not know what we're talking yeah. about, I'm not real sure where you'd be able to watch it. I don't um, either, man. I haven't even heard about it in probably 20 years. It's just Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. Um, a couple other folks that you would recognize in a bunch of movies, like Curtis Armstrong. He, uh, well, I mean, he's in like Revenge of the Nerds. He's in um, Better, Off, Better Dead. Off Dead. He's in Better Off Dead, yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden he's, you know, Die Hard. The Die Hard franchise is born, and it's just so yeah. good. But the fact that it like takes place during Christmas, I don't know. Ever since I saw it, man, for the first time, probably too young, as we've oh, talked about before sure. on here, but that such is the 80s rated R mm-hmm. movie. You know, ever since I saw it, I'm like, man, this is just, I have to watch it around Christmas. Yeah. It's just perfect. And So that's an age old. And movie. I haven't seen the the sequel. I haven't seen the second one in, I mean, it's been years, but... I feel like I remember the second one being even more sort of Christmassy. Is that right? Yeah, well, I mean, it happens... It's like in an airport or something? It happens again in Christmas, and the whole movie's in the airport. It's actually my least favorite. Die Hard 3, though, I thought was pretty pretty awesome. I gotta say that the the latest, it's like Die Harder or something. I don't know. I started losing track. Oh, it was terrible. But I I will say the one with... uh, the. The one before the last one, I actually really liked. I don't think it happens in Christmas. Moving along. No. no. So after that one, another one, and you and I have talked about this. I mean, really, it's the only reason. Well, maybe we talked about it in the like episode where we talked about Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. I think we did, actually. I know we've brought it up a couple of times, but that is Gremlins. Oh, yeah, man. Again, it always reminds me of Christmas. Yeah. Still haven't let my kids watch it yet. Yeah, dude, me too, man. I um, I really want to, but I just know... I know. Like the what's funny is the second like immediately when I think about it, my brain I mean obviously goes to the the tragic Santa her dad situation mm-hmm. uh getting burned alive in the coming down the chimney um but <laughs> sorry uh but there is something well, it doesn't show it though. no no, no, but it is a real sobering sort of Phoebe Kate's son. Go ahead. I, mean, I love her. But when she goes into it, it's just kind of, I mean, boy, it really puts the brakes on the uh, the happy vibes there. But, um, but you know, I, I like, I immediately see the, like the dimly lit shop, you know, and you have that narration and it's just like, I don't know, it's just, it, there's just something pretty creepy about it. Like, I love it so much, but, and, pl- yeah. and plus I feel like they would appreciate it a little better, you know, being a little older. Well, and we've already brought this movie up on the, on the show again as well, but that is uh, Batman Returns. Mm, that's a good one. And I think we talked about this a lot when we brought it up on the uh, the Batman episode. We kind of talked a little bit, I think, about how, I think we did anyway, uh, but I remember reading about how questionably they said that if, I, I, I think it was released in the summer and not around Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah, and we can fact check this later or whatever, but 
I'm almost positive that it got released as a as a summer blockbuster. Mm. And potentially, you know, it still did well, but I think the person that was writing this article was kind of questioning, like, man, would it have done even better if it would have been released as a, uh, as like a Christmas movie? Yeah, I mean, you can tell that, well, I don't know, maybe not, but I mean, it seems, um, it seems that it was, you know, probably created with the intent of coming out in the winter, because it's such a, it's such like a cold movie. Yeah. yeah, Tim Burton kind of has that vibe, but there's something about this one that, I don't know, Woody and I are really big on liking stuff for not the most obvious reasons, but, like, we'll really get into stuff just because of, like, the vibe and, like, the, mm-hmm. you know, the sort of, the feeling it kind of gives you. And, uh, yeah, that always had, like, a really, really cold kind of feeling. I mean, it's especially, like, with the penguin situation, like, mm-hmm. down in the tunnels and, like, it's always I actually love that it was set in the snow. Oh, yeah, you know? oh, yeah, and, me too. And in the wintertime. And I, and I just kind of double-checked, and yeah, it was released in June of 92. Oh, so, And I don't know about you, man, but this one always reminds me of Christmas too, in a way. And that's uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, exactly. You know? Same here. I mean, he's just out there just chopping the ice sculptures, making it snow, and then boy, howdy, my favorite yeah. Winona Ryder. Although I got to say, man, I, I, I don't love her with blonde hair. Yep. Me too. It still bothers me. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the Same. way that I feel about Zoe Deschanel mm-hmm. uh, in Almost Famous <laughs> with blonde hair. It's just like. Well, you're thinking of. No. No, dude. She has dark hair in Almost Famous. No, she doesn't. She has blonde hair. Because that's the first time she that. She has the, dark hair in Almost Famous and blonde hair in, in Elf, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But. Uh, I'm going to look this, look this pop up right now. I know she has blonde hair in Elf. This is definitely going to be cut. No, it's not, because I'm not going to cut the fact that I just won this argument. God, you did win the ar- argument. Oh, you're right. Of course, I did. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, listening, I just want to point out <laughs> that um, this is actually not a historic moment. Um, it is historic. This happens quite often. No, where I'm right and Tyler's wrong. Well, okay. So which would have which would have come out first then? Um, that I'm not sure. I feel like I, yeah, she would have. Th- I think almost, mm, yeah, I think, I think so. Famous came out first. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time I uh, noticed her, I'll say. Ooh. <laughs> that was a real gross uh, <laughs> thing there. Um, hey, man. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, that, that part is so funny, and it reminds me kind of of this thing that Jane did a couple weeks ago. Dude, have I told you this? I don't think so. And, you know, one of these days she's going to be old enough to listen to this podcast. Yeah. And I'm sorry for telling the world. But one day, and, I, and, you know, of course, I'm not sure which parent she got this from, but definitely one of us, so this is on us. Mm-hmm. Um, one day she was, like, frustrated about some toy, and she's like, this damn thing won't work right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, those and are I the said, best. What did you say? And she's like, I said, this damn thing won't work. And I'm like, babe, you cannot say, that's a bad word. She's like, oh, I didn't know. But anyways, yeah, she would definitely be like, oh yeah, feck you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yesterday, actually, um, our nanny, Laura, was, uh, she was saying something. She was talking uh, on the phone with like her husband or whatever, and, all, and the girls were around. And I said, uh, she was talking to her husband about having kid, having like a son or something. And then I just started, I was like, nope, same here. I do not want any more kids. And I just started singing that, hell to the no, you know, that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, 
a couple minutes later, I just hear Amelia from the other room, like, doing something. And she's just singing it. Nice. Like singing Hell to the No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She has no idea, though. Nope. That's amazing. It's hilarious. Last of the sort of movies that don't really technically qualify as Christmas movies to mm-hmm. most, I would say, for me, it's one that just like, I don't know, man, it puts me in that vibe. And that's the Harry Potter series, bro. Oh, especially yeah. the first Especially the first couple. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean... I love those movies. You, oh, my gosh. You, me too. I mean, the books. I, see, I read them. I've never read any of the books. Surprisingly. They're really good, man. Yeah. I've heard, they're, I've heard they're actually better than the movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, they did a pretty darn good job uh, with the movie, with the uh, with the movies. Even though... It's funny, though, man. My brother cannot stand Daniel Radcliffe or whatever. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's a little... Especially when he's like a little kid and he's like, he makes this like one face. My brother is just like, oh. <laughs> See, I don't mind him as a kid. I think as he's as he's gotten older, he's kind of... Go back it. and watch him, bro. Now that I've said this, you're going to see it and you're going to be like, oh man, that's when that's when old Neen just <laughs> turns it off, man. <laughs> well, and that's another movie that um, I really wish I could show Amelia, but it's like, I know that she would want to like keep watching them because the first mm-hmm. one I think is is doable, but yeah. boy, yep. it gets they just progressively. She's about the age that we we started watching them with with Woodrow. But essentially, what we did is we just watched the first two a thousand times. Uh, real quick, uh, as much as I love Harry Potter, I gotta say I'm sorry, but boy, J.K. Rowling's totally ripped off Neil Gaiman's Books of Magic. Oh yeah, I man, mean, you showed me that it is total un- rip off, candy. Yeah. Now, I will say... Well, it's not uncanny, I don't know about, but she just totally just swiped it. Now, hold on a second, though. Mm. Well, she's not the one... Like, did she did she swipe the uh, story, too? Or is it just like... Is that more of like an artist who illustrated her books? Well, I kinda? so you can't really... I don't... At least when I looked, you know, years ago, you don't really see much about it online because I think a lot of this was done kind of behind closed doors. But Books of Magic by Neil Gaiman revolves around a kid named Tim Hunter. Same kind of thing. He's visited by and kind of has like a pet owl that follows him around. I think he even has like a little like mark on his forehead. He has glasses. Almost the exact same kind of thing. Mm. I mean, it's, I mean, if you go look up Books of Magic, which came out first, you'll be like, wow, this is. Yeah, it's nuts, man. I mean, it basically looks like Harry Potter riding a skateboard. Yeah, yeah. He's just like a little older. Yeah. Here are some of the movies that, no matter what, I cannot, like, skip skip them. All right, but can we go back and forth? You, me, you, me, because I have a feeling you're going to basically use up all mine. So first, out of the gate, one of my favorites. And and again, this is not in, like, order of importance. It was just kind of like how I remembered them. This is not in order of report. God God (laughs) almighty. Jeez, man. Order of reportance. (laughs) This is not in order of importance. Mm. It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was good. That last one was a keeper. It's it's uh, really just kind of how I thought of them. The first ones I thought about. It's actually a. Uh, I'm going to go with number one and number two, so the sequel is included in this, and that's Home Alone. Ah, oh, man, that's that is probably in my top. Definitely in the top th- three. And, dude, it's, like, it's so universal. My kids It's love so them. fun. I don't love the second one, though, really. 
Oh gosh, man! Come on. Well, I need to go back and watch it. Yeah, because there's some really great moments. I love the the Tim Curry stuff, mm-hmm. man. Um, you know, your very own cheese pizza. <laughs> yeah, you know that stuff is uh, like the bird lady false. was weird. Yeah, some of that stuff was weird. I don't know. I can't remember. I I haven't seen it in several years. I so. mean, dude, you know John Hughes is just a genius. He is. And then also the freaking John Williams soundtrack. Yep. But you know, it's funny. You go back and you watch Home Alone one and two. Mm-hmm. And you listen to the soundtrack. When you're watching other movies, like Harry Potter is also a John Williams soundtrack. Mm-hmm. There's elements, dude, that you can find in certain movies that remind you of the other movies that he's done. Yeah. Except for, of course, like Star Wars. I mean. Oh, yeah. What you got? Um, I, well, I have to say probably my number one. And just because it's pretty much been on like the TV every single Christmas at our house, going to my grandmother's house, it's always on is the 24-hour marathon of A Christmas Story. Ugh. And I know you hate it, and I don't understand dude, why at all. The worst, man. Here's the thing about this movie. This is what I was talking it about. It is so good, dude. Several episodes ago when I said there's going to be arguments that ensue. And there's going to be a lot of people that disagree with me, and that's okay. Yeah, I everybody. Like, no, not everybody, man. I feel like this movie in particular is one of those movies that like it's the house is divided a little mm-hmm. bit here because I know several people that are like, dude, what? I don't get it. And other people are like, I mean, I have to watch it. And I've never liked it, man. Why? I don't understand. always creeped me out, like the whole leg lamp thing. I'm like, what is he doing? God, it's and then, so funny, like, there, okay, man. look, there's there's scenes that like uh, I I, I, mean, I uh, think the fact that and what's weird is I feel like I learned this much later, but the fact that it was it came out in it's like the early eighties, right? But I mean, it is a brilliant throwback to like fifties Americana. And so I think when I when I found out that it wasn't, you know, an actual like fifties movie, it was like, wait a minute, what? I love it. I think it's so funny. There's so many funny parts. And actually now that you're talking, I don't think Courtney, my wife, I don't think she's into it either. I, I can't stand it, man. I mean, I feel like the dad is just a weirdo. He's like obsessed How with this lady. Weird. The mom's kind of like doofy. The uh, no way. Yeah, man. Black the, bar. Um, the well, okay, that part, that stuff is cool. I will say most of that stuff, like the kids' imagination and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, is pretty awesome. Drink more oval tea. Yeah, I that mean, was amazing. That stuff is cool. Saying the cuss word. It's really just. It, yeah, it's really just the. Uh, just the dad and the mom just, just oh, see, they, I love uh, them, man. I think they're so they endearing. I don't know. And sweet. Uh, what? You think the dad's sweet? Yeah, man? Well, it's the way he's like rubbing up on this weird leg lamp. No, the dude is just weird, man. He gets it in this like wooden crate. No, I mean, I understand. Like, the no, but you got to look at it in like the yeah. 50s, like gruff, blue collar dude who's probably been working in like a factory all day. Coming Don't home. Care. Better movies out there. That's what all I'm it's saying so is there's so many other better movies that are much funnier. Not a chance. I, okay. I could watch that movie any day. Not me, man. So I, good. I, like, I'm pretty sure I just like deleted TBS because of it. Okay. Next. Sorry, turn Ted. Ted Turner. Um, <laughs> Ted Turner. Next for me, though. Now, this is a movie that I could watch every day of the year, a million times, every hour of the day for as long as I lived. Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's a classic. I mean, Uncle Eddie's amazing. Mm -hmm. Just, there's just so, there's just so much in the movie. I mean, like, no matter what, Clark Griswold is one of the greatest characters ever created. And there's something about, you know, I I feel like for those people out there that don't have kids, this is probably not going to make any sense. 
but I feel like there's something that sort of like switched in me, like a like a switch flipped when, you know, when he gets locked in the attic and mm. he turns oh, yeah, on like yeah. the old projector and then there's that like mm-hmm. super awesome Ray Charles song. Uh, which is probably my favorite Ray Charles song, actually. It's like he's he's looking back and like, I don't know, I feel like whenever you have kids like that, that little moment, it, it's really representative of like the, you know, just the fleeting, just how fast your kids grow up and just the, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, how, yeah, man, for sure. I mean, I look back at, like the other night, man, you know, I, I read to our oldest every single night we pick a book, you know, whether it's like we read a couple of chapters from The Hobbit or New York Times. last night we were actually reading from a Star Wars book. One day he's like, oh, yeah, here's my uh, yearbook. I was like, you got a yearbook last year? I don't even know if I've seen it. Well, then I opened it up. It's actually from kindergarten, oh, right? So, so I'm looking sad. at it, I'm like, oh, my God, they're so, he's, you're so small. Yeah. What, what's going on? And, you know, I mean, it's just wild, man. Yeah. That, that is a really cool moment in that movie. Uh, especially one that's just built around so much silliness mm-hmm. and stuff. It's a really cool moment. Yeah. What else you got? Well, well, and staying on this for a minute, I think that's the, uh, you know, having those like contrast, um, those like real sort of touching moments, you know, they kind of, they're really successful, you know, because you have so much mm-hmm. like silliness or whatever. All right. Um, this next movie is another movie that I think my wife doesn't like. And throughout this this uh, podcast, I'm, I'm really questioning what brought us together because I think she hates everything that I like. Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm, it's good so one, good. And mm-hmm. that one and the Halloween one are, I think they're all, they're the only two sort of original, original ones. You know, they have that classic Vince Guaraldi trio soundtrack. They have, you know, just that super old school animation, which is a little bit like there's, there's some techniques that are played off of like even older, uh, early 60s, uh, mm-hmm. late 50s, like French animation, some of that style, uh, where you, you're basically, you know, you can kind of see the brush strokes and stuff. It's just, it's so kind of crappy, but it's just, it's all like analog and it just has so much heart and uh, it's a great message. And um, yeah, it doesn't really, it doesn't feel like Christmas to me until mm-hmm. I've seen that movie. Much much like the uh, the Halloween. The Great Pumpkin Charlie Yeah, Brown. sort of the same yeah. kind of thing. It's like I, it doesn't feel yeah, like man, Halloween until, until you see it. I, I mean, my poor kids, the way I do it with Christmas or any of the movies that we have traditions about, you know, watching like around Thanksgiving, my family tradition since I was a kid was to watch like Indiana Jones movies, mm. Star Wars, mm-hmm. and then as I got older, like the Godfather trilogy. Dude, I've still never seen them. Hey, man, I'm going to press stop on this recording. And uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give my... Um, two minutes notice for discontinuing being a part of this podcast. Dude, I almost quit when you said you didn't like Christmas Story. <laughs> oh, God, don't even, like, it just, ugh. To okay, me, anyway, Christmas look. Story, since I have, haven't have seen Godfather, to me, Christmas Story is better oh, than The Godfather. <clears throat> Come on, man, you're talking about Copeland now. All right, now you're starting to insult my familia. But, like, besides, like, those movies, oh, here's another one from our youth. Now, I'm talking about the original. I'm not talking about the Jim Carrey remake, the Ron Howard mm-hmm. Jim Carrey mm-hmm. remake. I'm not even talking about the new animated one, which actually isn't that bad. I'm talking about the original Grinch that stole Christmas animation that would come on TV. You know, I think it's only 30 minutes long or something. Oh, yeah. 
It's so great, though. Seasick crocodile. You know, like, it's... um, it's perfect, man. Yeah, it really is, man. And that's another one that has that sort of old school animation. Actually, how old is that? Because, yeah, whoever did the music on that was was pretty amazing, too, because it's all, you know, you remember every single, every sort of musical interlude. 1966, my man. Wow. See, that's it. That, by Boris Karloff. What? That's the dude that played Wolfman, Frankenstein. Yeah, man. That's incredible. Incredible, mm-hmm. edible. When did the Great Pumpkin and the other Charlie Brown come out? Oh, 1966. Same year, huh? Uh, yeah, the, well, the Great Pumpkin, 66. Yeah, so the Charlie Brown Christmas came out in 65. The mm-hmm. uh, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, came out in 66. And um, that's a really interesting thing because that's the same year that the Grinch came out, but just talk about like a totally different sort of animation style like mm-hmm. i love that stuff I'm, what a cool year what a cool couple of years for kids oh stuff, no, man. you know i wonder how close you know i didn't write these down because now that i'm older uh, I, I mean we still watch them but they're not on my personal list mm-hmm. they're more on like the kids want to watch it it's like the old school um stop oh animation, dude that's rudolph and um, burl ives and like yeah that stuff oh that stuff is amazing wait who is it these? really is man skill wise like is incredible. even like when the snowman's like the narrator and he's like moving around yeah that's the snow. that's you burl ives he's so amazing. good dude yeah i think the thing that that made those movies actually that was it's funny you said that because that was my next uh my next choice the rudolph but um and like the island of misfit toys and all that stuff mm. yeah i love that stuff because it was like you know, they they were conscious that they were, okay, well, these are kids' movies, I guess. I don't know. But, like, the subject matter and the music and sort of the approach was, um, it's like they didn't really water it down for the sake of kids. It's like, um, mm-hmm. you know, like with the Charlie Brown stuff, it's like you had the Vince Guaraldi trio, and they were like a, a jazz trio, um, sort of that had that sort of beat vibe, the furthest thing you, you think of when you think of, oh, well, let's have, like, kids' music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's also, uh, maybe why some of that stuff is, is, uh, as timeless as it is, because it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't so watered down and pandering to, oh, this is a kid's movie. So everything about it has to be dumbed down and it has to be sugary, right. you know, music and, and all that. It's very sort of, you know, of the time mm-hmm. for adults and kids. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So this is one that, from the first time that I saw it, it sort of jumped into, you know, one of the half-to-watch half movies is uh, Elf. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it's just, it's so funny. You can watch it any time of the year, but... Dude, it's, it's a, you know, and I've, I've kind of seen online every now and then someone will post a picture of Buddy the Elf or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and people are like, man, I can't stand that movie, which I don't really understand, but Bob Newhart, man. It's got Bob oh, Newhart, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. by the way, if you've never listened to his stand-up, oh, he's amazing. you got to do that. It's unbelievable. But like we said before, it's got Zoe Deschanel. One of my favorite scenes in that movie is whenever she's like singing in the shower, Buddy the Elf mm. comes in and and like starts harmonizing with her, and um, it's just so good. Man. Yeah. It's a really, really cool movie. Yeah, and, um, and James Caan, the dad, you know, he brings that sort of levity and sort of seriousness that's really cool. And then the mom, what's her name? Oh, uh, Mary uh, Shelley Steinberg. Oh, St- or, uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but she she was in like um, Step Brothers. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of some other like old. Well, Back to the Future Three. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. You know? Oh, and... Uh, I, mean, I always kind of had a crush on her, man, when I was a kid. Yeah, she's she's pretty uh, attractive older lady. As per usual, director John Favreau yeah, coming man, in hot. He is a genius. genius, man. He just gets it. He understands, like, the little parts that you need to sort of exploit or, like, push to the front that are going to, you know, tug at your heartstrings. And, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's a genius. Okay, man, here's one that... Uh, that has one of our favorite actors in it, and that's Scrooged with mm. Bill Murray. Man, I haven't seen that. In so a they're while. taking they're taking an old old school story, mm-hmm. and you know putting the uh, putting the old eighties spin on it. Yeah, and it's just, I mean, it's Bill Murray being Bill Murray. Yeah, um, the parts where he's just like being a, an executive, like a hole. Yeah, is just fantastic it's hilarious which he's such a good actor and he's so charismatic that like even when he's playing that kind of jaded cynical role kind of like mm-hmm. in, in in the beginning of groundhog day which yeah. is also another oh movie that, that yeah. is kind of a yeah sure christmasy winter it's kind, kind of, of christmasy winter thing um he's it's still hard not to like him because he's so funny although i will say like whenever i was a kid i remember kind of being scared by this movie a little bit yeah dude the <clears throat> the ghost from Christmas Past. Oh, um, it's pretty, pretty scary. I mean, great. Yeah, because like he, remember he like he's leaning like somehow he ends up like leaning out the window and then like the bones are like cracking off or something. The arm. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, I don't remember that. I haven't hey, seen it in a while. Hey. Yeah, that was one of those movies that I was like, oh, I think my my son will like this movie. It's pretty funny. He's obsessed with Ghostbusters. He'll like Scrooge <laughs> because Bill Murray's yeah. in it. Then we start watching. I'm like, goop, uh, uh, um, whoops, a daisies. So it's like pretty. I mean, I rem- I, it's been forever part. since I've seen it, and it's it. not as entertaining. I think for a kid, it's more like emotionally involved in terms of like the storyline, right? It's about a guy who figures out he doesn't need to be such a greedy bastard, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So it's like a little kid doesn't really care. Um, but they can watch the Mickey Mouse version. That's exactly. Man, I was right about to say that. That's another one that's that's kind of classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember watching that every year as a kid. Um, another one that I have, which I'm kind of telling on myself here because I haven't seen it in a while, but I always remember it kind of having a Christmas vibe is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, yeah, man. And I need to watch it. I have not seen that in Cali, yeah. man. I don't even know how long. Yeah, it just popped in my head just now, and I was like, man, I used, I used to love seeing this around around the holidays. I don't know if we want to kind of talk about some of the, like, more modern ones yeah um, let's do that there's a couple that are like more modern that may not be the greatest movies but are just fun and hilarious like for me like four christmases oh, with yeah. Vince Vaughn uh and reese witherspoon mm-hmm. and old bobby duvall um i mean and again john, and john, john favreau, favreau yep yeah yep. and uh was it tim mcgraw's in it i think <laughs> yeah um yeah it's just it's super funny man it's you know not really your traditional sort of like nuclear family and stuff Mm -hmm. it's more like modern in terms of uh you know what they have to kind of deal with and stuff yeah but i thought it was hilarious man yeah that's one that we not really even intentionally has kind of become a uh a bent's family staple i feel like we've watched it for the last uh like four or five years it's all it's Mm -hmm. always just on you know so Mm -hmm. i just love like it's just classic vince vaughn in so many ways like all those moments when he's like you know, hey, when we get in there, look, let's come up with a safe word, and all you have to say, like, and he's like, hey, 
listen, if one of these houses gets a little too intense, I think we're going to need an exit strategy. Oh, yes. So like we're going to need a word that both of us know that means it's time to leave. So what do you think our safe word should be? Uh, good idea. Um, mistletoe. Mistletoe is really good. Okay. okay. By the way, this house here, my father's house, can get particularly uncomfortable. So please, sweetheart, do not feel embarrassed if you feel the need to pull the ripcord early and say mistletoe if this house gets too uncomfortable for you. Okay. Even if we're in there for 10 minutes. All right. I'll let you know where I'm at. I'm just looking out for you on this one. I want you to be cool. Brad, I'm going to go see your dad and your brothers right now. Unless you're too weird with it, then we're not. I'm going in. All right, and going out would be? Mistletoe. Done. Let's get out of here. Brad, we're going in. Let's go. <laughs> and then uh, the part where... You know, they're gifting their dad, who, who's played by Robert Duvall, mm-hmm. they're gifting him like a direct TV or whatever, or a satellite <laughs> TV. And they're like, yeah, you know, we've set up an appointment uh, for the technician to come. He's like, cancel it. We install things ourselves in this house. Dad, uh, I think you're going to want a professional to handle this technology. If you think I'm going to allow a sex predator in a uniform to wander around my house and touch my underwear, you've you got another thing coming. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> and dude, it's like, I don't know how many like Robert Duvall interviews you've seen. Yeah. Like at like now or relatively recent, but literally that's, that's him basically. Yeah. yeah. And, and slash, you know, some of our parents and stuff. And so it's just, it's so funny for him to be like that paranoid about inviting in yeah. a satellite television tech to come install it into his house. He's like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. God, it's so funny, dude. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, one that I got is, um, and I'm kind, it's kind of a tie between this uh, being a Christmas and Halloween movie is Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah, man. It's a good one. Yes. We watched, For sure, we watched it this year. I tried showing the girl, or showing Amelia last year, but um, it kind of gets a little... The doctor, man. It's the doctor, dude. Well, the not even that, but is... like like the little... The little kids when they're singing like what they're gonna do to like, you know, they're like, you know, tie up Mr. Santa Claus, put him in a box. Mm. Like it, mm. it's a little yeah. dark. It is good though. I love it. I love all yeah. the stop motion stuff. Oh, the music too. The Danny Elfman. Yeah, Danny Elfman. Is, uh, it's good. Man, two John Tim, Williams movies. Tim Burton. Uh, two Tim Burton and Danny Elfman movies. Reference, mm-hmm. dude. And here's one. This is kind of like speaking of telling ourselves. This is where our Big old emotional hearts uh, are on our sleeves here. I know exactly we what you're about that to we say. love these movies, but the first one is Love Actually. Yep. I feel like one of us is like, "Hey man, you got to see this movie." We're like, "Come on, bro." That <laughs> yeah. does not sound. And we're like, "No, dude, trust me." It's so good, man. It's so good. Yeah. So many good characters. So many good storylines. I mean, you know, there's some sad stuff in it. Um, I mean, the, the way that they sort of juggle all those multi plots Mm -hmm. and then to tie them all up at the end with like such such satisfying sort of resolve is just such a good movie and i mean dude like the all you need is love thing in the wedding was bad oh the music the all the music in it is is Mm -hmm. pretty phenomenal and if you and like who's the guy man the guy is the guy that plays the rock star rock star dude yeah it's um, it's such like a like a british you know movie so you know another one that we watch but it's just like so sad and literally I'm not joking every single time mm-hmm. we see it over here uh it's impossible not to get you know teary eyed is uh, the family stone yep same here 
it's such a good movie, man. There's so many, like, just, I don't know. It's just, it's just really good. It's sad. And, you know, of course, I don't know, man. I haven't really watched a lot of these movies through the lens of, hey, is it good cinema? Right. I don't know. Yeah, who cares? But I enjoy them because they're in the, they're Christmas movies and, you know, they're good. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a couple other ones. Yeah, like, good. As you can see, like, we, we keep it cranking over here. Uh, now, this one I've actually watched. I think I may have mentioned it, may have mentioned it on the show before, but this was growing up, this was my go-to. If I ever watched a movie that was like super scary, mm-hmm. in fact, the first time that I ever watched The Exorcist, immediately following that, mm. because I was home alone, man. Whoops, wrong choice. Yikes. I was home alone, watched The Exorcist, and I was like, I need, I need something that's going to make me laugh and take my mind off of it. Yeah. So I popped in one of my favorites, Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I mean, it's so silly. You know, Ernest is one of those characters that I don't know could stand the test of time if if it kind of came out. Now, my kids love it. They think he's hilarious. It's been a while. Um, I haven't seen those in in a while. It's so funny, dude. Yeah. You know, Ernest goes to camp, Ernest saves Christmas, and Ernest goes to jail are kind of like my three that that I love the most. God, when I was a kid, when he makes the the machine gun out of the soap and the barrel. Oh, man. (laughs) And then it just like melts. One of one of my favorite things that you do f- ever is when you do your little the little camp, the like Indian. Hmm? You know, oh my gosh, dude! From God, from that's so funny. <laughs> from when and Ernest uh, goes to camp when he's like the sun, and he's like, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, the sun rides high and he's like on the red and he like she's wearing the the lady he's talking to is wearing like a red shirt and he like uses his hand like rubs up against the red dude that's his <laughs> that's, that's so... his like he's like oh i know some some you know whatever the the language is he's like oh yeah yeah i know something he's like the sun rides high on the red and he's just like feeling the fabric of the red shirt and then he's like on the red shay's lounge that thing oh my god oh, that's so funny it is it, it, that's probably my favorite part of the entire movie. Yeah. Also, when he gets like his shot, you know, he's just so funny. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah, he he passed away. Uh, well, I guess it's been quite a while now. Boy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he passed away. Thank you, dude. Uh, Ninety five. Jesus, we're like, yeah, man. You know, let's talk about all these Christmas movies. Got. Yeah, man, that movie's so much. That guy died yeah, tragically. He passed away. Bus accident. Yeah, he passed away. Even like the way, I don't even know if that sentence ended with a question mark, an exclamation point, or just like a comma. Because you're like, yeah, he passed away. And that's And it. then nothing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just wanted people to know. <laughs> all right. And there have been some modern ones that I think are pretty cool. I know, I don't think, you, well, first, dude, we got to talk about Tim Allen's Santa Claus for a second. Oh, Yeah. I mean, it was good, dude, but I got to tell you, wait for a while to watch that movie with your kids because the whole first part, like Tim Allen comes home, uh, the wife's like, yeah, one of these kids at school told, what's his, you know, whatever the kid's name is, Mm -hmm. that there's no Santa Claus. Yeah, And Tim Allen's like, oh, cool, how'd he take it? I'm like, uh, you know. Yeah, that's no good. Actually, on the topic of... Well, same kind of vibe is uh, we actually just finished the Christmas Chronicles yes. on Netflix. 
I gotta say, it, man, dude, pretty cool, dude. That's what I was just about to talk about. <clears throat> so we watched the first one last year. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like I watched the movie, and I, I mean, honestly, dude, I loved the movie. I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, the night before Thanksgiving this year, mm-hmm. like we have a new tradition of like having a pajama party movie night with my parents. Mm, cool. And we watch. Who also love the Christmas Chronicles. They love Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. I mean, I do too. I mean, what a head of hair, too. You know, just a gorgeous head of hair. Gorgeous. And Goldie Hawn is just like the coolest. And that was a, well, hopefully people have seen it. But anyway, that was a cool, they know by now. Yeah. She's Mrs. Claus. Yippity doo dah. I thought that was a cool thing. At the end of the movie, you find out who Mrs. Claus was, and it's Goldie Hawn. You're like, yes, that's amazing. Have you seen Christmas Chronicles 2? Yeah, we just watched it last night, actually. Dude, I almost think, I don't know that it's better. I think it's better. This is. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. See, I, I was kind of like wimping out there. I, I didn't want to say that, but I do too. Yeah. Although I will say some of the some of the acting is a little cheesy. You mean from the kids? Yeah. It's. I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But dude, I thought it was awesome, man. I mean, my kids have already watched it like three or four more times since. Yeah. Well, one thing about it that, um, I mean, he's he's a great actor. Is this kid? Uh, his name's oh, yes, Julian dude. Dennison. The kid f- yeah, the kid from uh, Babysitter and Babysitter 2. Is he in Babysitter? You're talking about the older brother? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like on the second one, the Belschnickel. Oh, the New Zealand kid. Yeah, New Zealand kid. Yeah, Julian Dennison. He's in Deadpool 2. But my God, if you haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People, it is one of the funniest and like best movies I've ever seen. It's Taika Waititi, um, the, you know, director he wrote the screenplay mm-hmm. i'm i'm a huge fan of of him and it, it's always cool because he's always pulling like other new zealanders you know mm-hmm. putting them in the spotlight and um this kid is in the second christmas chronicles and you know he's the bad guy which is kind of a bummer because he's a he's a really yeah but funny likable kid yeah that i will say if nobody uh if if that's the first thing that you see it is kind of easy to just like dislike this kid yeah pretty oh quick. yeah I'll tell you another one, man, uh, that my kids really like is the Polar Express. Man, I've never got into that movie. Have you ever really tried, though, recently? Honestly. I tried maybe, maybe it was last year. Um, I mean, there's things I like about it, but I think it, it was, um, I don't know, I feel like it's like missing a little heart, like through the animation, like it just, Mm, mm -hmm. I don't know, it comes off a little cold sort of to me. Yeah, it's winter time. So. Well, I mean, not you know, physically let's give them a break, cold, but no, I know, it could, I know like what you're artificial, saying. maybe or sort of. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks yeah. beautiful. Like certain scenes look really beautiful, but yeah, some of the human and I liked, stuff, like the the bell thing. You know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I will say, last but not least, rounding out the end of our list is not a movie, but any of the Office Christmas party episodes oh, are yeah. always, yeah. you know, classic, hilarious. Man. Yeah. Yeah, still the best show, I think, ever of made. All time. Of all time. Yep. yep. Best comedy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what didn't make it onto our list? And truly, I've tried. Boy, have I tried, but I never make it past, like, five minutes. Are the two sort of, like, movies that everybody else adds to their list, and that is, like, Miracle on 34th <laughs> same, Street. And same what's the other one? Um... I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't. Yeah, it's just I can't get into. I it. haven't I, seen I, either of those movies either. And and literally, like every time I say that, and I'm no, I know, 
I know for a fact someone you're like, hey, listener, you're screaming, you're listening right now. Wherever, you, if you're in your car, you're at work, you're mowing, you're doing whatever, and you just heard me just kind of dismiss Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and whatever <laughs> that other one is. I apologize, Wait, I, and I is promise the other you, one? I've tried. I don't even know, man. It doesn't even. That's that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't even <laughs> gain access into my memory. Like so disrespectful of me, but I just can't remember. Yeah, I can't either, man. I don't know. It's just so. I mean, I. Um, I feel like I can appreciate that old stuff, right? Yeah, me but too. But I just don't want to watch it at all. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. And that's fan. where I lump. A Christmas story. Anyway, that's our show, folks. We uh, really appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. I hope that uh, I hope that you're getting into the Christmas or holiday spirit, whichever holiday that you, uh, oh, dude, you celebrate. Real quick, sorry. Uh, the holiday. That's another great one. Dude, Woodrow just came into the studio, mm-hmm. and he. Uh, now, did you unra- uh, mm-hmm. open the box? Mm-hmm. You got to be careful, son. It's Christmas time. You can't just start <laughs> opening Amazon boxes. Okay. Was there anything else in there? No. You sure? Well, they were popping things. Oh, okay. But did you open any other boxes? No. Okay. There weren't any other boxes. Okay, good. No, from now until Christmas, no, not allowed, okay? Okay. I knew it was. I, knew. I know. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Anyways, I just got Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Oh, yes. My son just hand-delivered it to me, and I am so pumped to open it up. I'm just excited for you to give me that sweet, sweet code so I can no, I'm not giving you get that. the PDF. I don't know if it comes with an online code. I'm sure it does. Though, got to. Anyway. Okay. Oh, you're thinking of uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, that's Never it. seen it. Who cares? Yep. And Angel again says, every time a bell rings, I'm like, <laughs> off. Oh. Man, what was I going to say there? You still that? never like, responded to me saying the holiday. Oh, the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. Look, I want to say thank you so much to everybody for coming back week after week to listen to our podcast. I hope there are maybe some of these movies that you haven't added to your christmas movie list yeah but if not maybe you've got some that um that we haven't mentioned um but if it's a christmas story sorry you're wrong give me a break so dim those christmas lights warm up that hot chocolate get cozy for the evening Mm. get ready for a brilliant and beautiful holiday season with your very favorite podcast that would be rad and as always folks be rad that's the way it
time where I just needed some sunshine You were already dead before you became a ghost You always said our future would be a parade 